So yesterday, and I normally don't talk before that certain point, but yesterday I ripped the Arizona sports fans. And today I have a little bit of something I'm going to play that kind of brings you into the life of Arizona sports fan. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is you've decided to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day, my family and I greatly appreciate it. You have found the only podcast in the world completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. We do things a little differently. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL championship soccer with the Phoenix Rising, and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury, all available to you Tuesday through Saturday. And happy Friday to you. You have made it. You've made it through the end of another week pushing the American economy forward as we do a part of this um, big sky army that's that's what I call the the listeners of the show the big sky army we we all push the American comedy forward by working as hard as we can and then we come home we love on our, our on our spouse if we have them our kids we earn those those pillows and we just have a good time when the weekend comes and so now it is friday we have one full day here and then the weekend is here when we are done with friday i know i kind of went in a large uh little spiel there but anyway uh, I am uh, happy to be a part of the working class so to speak I mean right now technically not but I you know a job is in the works and uh, so there there's that um I wasn't going to do a show today no one played um, we got you know some teams coming up uh soon uh t- today i'm back start their new series today but as far as yesterday there was nothing but as i said um i ripped the arizona sports fans it was more focus and i want to clarify more just i'm so frustrated with um with uh the um with the vote sorry i i had a, i had drew a blank there with the vote of um Tempe voting down the the coyotes and um i was you know going to make this one long or two different segments but i'm just going to roll with it but you know so as a Arizona sports fan we have um a little bit of uh you know we talk about oh there's a curse on Arizona sports you know we don't have a championship with the exception of the Diamondbacks but that was back in 2001 it was a great one um the Mercury have had a couple um but other than that nothing absolutely nothing and there's always something that gets in the way and uh yesterday's show um for uh well for me 
I was just kind of, you know, ripping them, and I was very, very upset. And, uh, you know, said, ah, I probably lost a couple of y'all, but I was just being honest because, I, I, I don't know. And I've, I mentioned this before, maybe maybe, maybe fans, uh, some of you are, you know, you're just better than me because, um, you know, it doesn't matter to you that much. And uh, so, whatever. And I, I get that. But uh, for those of us that it does matter to um, and that are, you know, quote unquote, diehard fans, I think there's something that you can appreciate. But yesterday on Doug Franz Unplugged, and this is, you know, sound credits to um, him and his show. And, uh, you know, I pump his show all the time. But um, there was an email that, that Doug got. And it was a, a, a young fan, a couple years younger than I am. I'm 33. He's, he, I think he's uh, 31. And he was really upset and bummed out. And with, with, with good reason. And so I, this, this what's the, the show is going to be, is me just kind of playing that. And I'll, I'll interject um, from time to time. I, I think... Um, I don't know if I will or not, but I know I have an opinion on it, but, um, there are a lot of us fans feel like there, there is a curse on, on our teams because every year we've, we were let down. So for some fans, and I guess this is what I want to say by justifying because we, we don't have a reason to get super pumped up, but and, and there's an opinion that Doug shares that I, I'm 100% on board with that if, if we were that fired up, like the East Coast and uh, if, you know, the areas uh, in the Southeast like for football, the SEC, then I think there would be change that we want. And, um, and I know there would be. And so he he shares a story and gives an op- opinion on it, and I agree with it. I'll tell you right now that 100%. And so I'll give my thoughts on it um, either after I'm done playing or before. But um, let's go ahead and, and listen into um, Doug Franz Unplugged. Um, and, and like I said, I might interject, but just it's just an email talking about the, the life of an Arizona sports fan, so to speak. Total curveball today. Something you don't expect for Doug's Big One. Let's roll. Doug's Big One. Today, Doug's Big One is actually an email that I received yesterday. And it sets up, I would say, my number one opinion today. And it specifically says it's from Connor. And it specifically says it's for Town Hall Tuesday. But I thought it was so interesting. I thought, you know what? This is now Doug's big one today. Let's talk about this. And normally for Town Hall Tuesday, I get long emails, but I edit them down to make it a little quicker. Uh, I didn't want to edit this one at all. So hopefully you don't mind sitting through me reading an email because it is a little long, but I thought it was, I thought it reflected how probably a lot of you in the Unplugged Army feel. So the title is Town Hall Tuesday, AZ Sports, The Curse is Real. From Connor. Hey, Doug, the Coyotes news is hitting me hard. 
I honestly feel like being a fan of AZ sports teams is one of the hardest things I've done in my life. I'm 31 years old, was born and raised here in AZ, and I have been a diehard fan of ASU Suns and D-backs all my life. I grew up going to every single ASU basketball game with my dad. He is almost 80 years old now and has had season tickets since Desert Financial Arena and, and all its other former names opened in 1974. Next season will be his 50th season as a season ticket holder. I remember you, or maybe it was a guest, mentioning on a previous show that the stadium doesn't even have handrails. Thanks, Mikey Crow. And, I, and I've experienced that firsthand with it being harder for my dad to get around at games. Uh, First off, um, Mikey Crow is Michael Crow, the, the um, president of ASU. Um, and a large portion of why the um, Pac-12 is such a disgrace. Like, they, m- conferences like the SEC just laugh and mock the Pac-12, and a large, a large portion of it has to do with Michael Crow because how in favor he was of... Um, Larry Scott, the former commissioner of the Pac-12. And Michael Crow has done great things for ASU um, academics. But he does not have an athletic knowledge at all and should not, you know, I, I, I don't think he should be touching that. Um and you know it it's so laughable some of the things that's happened in ASU um recently keeping Herm Edwards too long not firing him originally because of the cheating but firing him because of poor performance and and just so much crap and um there's there's so many things i can go into but why um ASU, why the Pac-12 is such a laughing stock, has large part to do with Dr. Crow. And interrupt, I guess myself, but the reading of your email, Connor, to let you know the person that said that was Chris Cartman, the uh, editor in chief of Sun Devil Source and everything that he does, and watching a lot of people that our older ASU fans struggle to get up and down that arena. And the conversation was the about the ridiculous comment of Dr. Crow when he said, this is an arena is fine, you can win a championship here, and, try, and basically totally diminishing the fact of what a handcuff it is for Bobby Hurley to recruit into that arena. And yet that's Dr. Crow for you, who really has no idea how to run an athletic department or really what are the real challenges of a modern athletic department. I continue uh, with the reading. I have just recently in the past couple of years become a big hockey fan as well. One of my best friends has played his whole life and turned me on to the sport. Me, him, and two other of our friends bought season tickets to the Yotes this season because we thought it would be awesome to see an NHL team play at the mullet. 
Admittedly, at first we planned on selling our tickets for profit and going occasionally, but that quickly changed when we realized how much we loved the atmosphere of the mullet and the fellow fans who were there cheering at the games with us. We grew closer. Just remember, we grew closer. Um, he's going to talk about we grew closer to people around, but I want to comment on the mullet and you, you it, any, you know, sound that i've done of coyotes it's usually um you know the post game thing i've done and i i don't know how many of you've paid attention but um a lot of uh like lindsey fry and I, I can't remember who else would be up there but uh doing the post game um would talk about the atmosphere at at mullet and now we talked about how the coyotes had pretty good home record it, I mean, I think they they're the arena seats like it's less than ten thousand. Um, I think right about five thousand somewhere in there, bef- between five and ten. I think is what it is. So it's small, a lot you know, s- smaller than obviously any other um, NHL arena because well, it's a college arena. Um, but because of that. Um, it, the atmosphere was just awesome. And I, I would have loved to have been there as well, as well. And it's not surprising that, um, fans sell their season tickets. A lot of Arizona fans do that. Um, I couldn't, um, but I understand that, that you do because again, you know, a lot of our teams don't give anything to cheer for, and they don't give us anything to cheer for because, well, and I'll, I guess I'll let Doug kind of get into it, but I, like I said, I, I agree with it 100%. But so if you're, you know, Coyotes have announced they're going to be in mullet one at least one more year is what they, they have announced. If you live in Arizona and, and in Tempe, or rather close, and you're a Coyotes fan, go to the Mullet. Even if you're not a Coyotes fan, find a way to get to Mullet Arena. The experience is, from what I understand, fantastic. Friends through the games and look forward to keeping the tradition going. The future looks bright with young guys like Keller and Krause and Michelli, or Michelli, I don't know why I said Michelle. And the and these draft picks from last year and this year keep coming up. We dreamed of playoff games in the new Tempe Arena with the core of talent the Yotes built during the mullet days. And it all came crashing down last night with the results of the vote. This whole past week has been especially tough with the Cardinals' internal fiasco, the Suns' embarrassing exit from the playoffs for the third year in a row, the Suns' new TV deal being axed for now, and now this nightmare result of the City of Tempe vote, not to mention the D-backs blowing a four-run lead against one of the worst teams in baseball history. I say all this to say that I'm left again to feel like sports in the state of Arizona are forever cursed. After everything we've gone through, it seems like we're now going to pull in Oakland and have one of our sports teams move away after doing everything possible to try and remain. Why don't we appreciate sports enough here in the Valley? And then he put a parenthesis, the Basin. I was only nine when the D-backs won it all in 2001, so I didn't really get to enjoy it like I would now. Help me see the light at the end of this dark, 
dark tunnel we call AZ Sports. Tell me everything is going to be all right and that the lifelong fandom of mine will one day pay off with some sort of championship. I'll always be grateful to the godfather, Jerry C., for what he has done for sports in this city. Maybe he is the only one who can save the Yotes somehow. Sorry for the long sob story, Doug. Just needed to vent, and I figured some of the unplugged army would feel my pain. Keep up the great work, my man. I listen every single day. And if you ever want the perspective of a youngish, lifelong, diehard AZ sports fan on WTSM-TV, I'm always available. Connor. That is the end of the email, but the, not the end of what I'm playing. And, and of course, uh, uh, Jerry C. is, of course, Jerry Colangelo. Colangelo, if you, if you, I know uh, you're uh, uh, a fan. I don't know how to say a fan, but, uh, you know, I don't, I, I know you're close to Doug Franz and you listen uh, to the show, I'm sure, occasionally. Um, I doubt you listen to my show, but, you know, maybe we need someone like Colangelo to help fix this. I don't know. Uh, I really wish they would have done more PR with, um, with, um, Shane, Shane Doan, donor. Uh, everybody in the Valley knows donor and knows what kind of man donor is. Um, and I want to say, I didn't comment on before, but Javier Gutierrez and Coyotes, uh, failed, uh, just as much in, in a way as Tempe voters did. Um, he, I think that was a bad move. Him saying, Hey, I'm going to make the statement. No questions. I mean, why not? Why not, you know, have the media ask you questions and, you know, you get your true feelings about how you feel about this deal um, going south? Or, or were you afraid of um, that you, you, they would say, did you feel like you'd done enough? And then you'd have to answer, well, no, maybe we could have done more. Uh, I, I don't know, but I think that was a bad move. And I think if, you know, uh, obviously, you know, Shane Doan is not the president. Um, he's not even the GM. He's he's more of a um, he's in a part of the front office, but more kind of like a um, an advisor to the team. But um, I would have paraded donor out there like like crazy, and that deal probably would have would have passed. Um, but anyway, let let's keep on going. First off, from all of us here at WTSM, thank you. I mean, it, for you to be taking this journey with us, watching every day, thank you. And as we continue to build this station and the Unplugged Army continues to grow, a lot of people will think this is crazy of me. I totally believe that we will have an effect on championships as we continue to grow. You look at Whirlwind Golf Club, uh, Wild Horse Pass for a second. If you probably count the people that went in and out from the beginning of the golfers that started to the last people that left who didn't golf when they came into Civlik, we had over 100 people for that event. That is fantastic. It is fantastic. Now, why does that matter? As word spreads of events like that, 
and road shows that drive people together. And the Unplugged Army continually gets louder and louder and louder. More and more advertisers will say, I want to be a part of that. And as more and more advertisers say, I want to be a part of that, the teams have to take notice of that. And as the teams have to take notice of that, we become more powerful in the things that we say. The greatest example of media power is probably the fact when Mike Piazza became a New York Met. As Mike and Mike, or excuse me, not Mike and Mike, um, um, Mike and the Mad Dog kind of made that trade. Their badgering of the New York Nets, uh, Mets and creating this uproar of people demanded change, and they went out and got Mike Piazza. There's a man named Kevin Keatsman. I'll never forget what he did as a radio personality in Kansas City. They were so fed up of what was going on with the Royals at the time that they staged a walkout. They all had T-shirts, and it was seriously about 1,000 to 1,500 people. I might be making up the number a little bit, so I'm sorry. But they took over right field at the time when right field used to have a bunch of seats, and then they all had a single time. It was like the second out of the third inning. And once that out happened, whatever it was, you know, don't hold me down on the details, they all staged a walkout. So it was a national story of embarrassment to the Royals because everybody covered all of these guys in whatever color T-shirts getting up and walking out, showing we demand change to happen. Could you Now, this would be very expensive, but you mentioned the Cardinals for a second. Could you imagine the unplugged army? We get 5,000 of us to all spend the money to buy a Cardinals ticket, and we all sit in the upper deck and take over two sections, and then we stage a walkout, okay? As soon as, I don't know, as soon as the other team gets their fourth, third down of the game, boom, we're out of there. You know, we just all stage a walkout, and you know all the cameras of national television would be on us to show that we demand change within the Arizona Cardinals, if you have that kind of passion for it. Basically, Connor... You are part of the solution. So when you ask me, tell me it's going to get better, you know me, I'm a realist. I can't. I can't tell you that. I don't know. Um, I don't think it will be because I don't think Phoenix slash Arizona has enough fans like you. You are the agent of change with the power of fandom. And it comes to the passion. Let me give you an example of lack of passion that our city has. And it's not a judgment. I've always said this, that maybe it's because people from the West Coast are just smarter than people from the East Coast and people like me from the Midwest or the SEC fans of the Southeast. Maybe you're just smarter and you get it because fans around here say, why should I spend money on a bad product? I'm going to go do something else. And they don't live and die by this. It's a smarter way to live. But the problem is it doesn't create change. If you, when you realize the anger that develops on East Coast sports teams, change happens. Let me give you an example to kind of back up what I'm saying. Do you realize that if 35% of Tempe residents went to ASU games, they would sell out? Do you think I'm asking too much? 35% of Tempe residents. Let me change it and get even crazier because some people graduate and then move around the, the city. 35% is actually a number that, um, and I heard this also from his thing, his podcast, 35% of people in Tempe already casted their vote early. 
It appears that most of that 35% probably was a no, but they casted it early. Excuse me, still have the cough. I apologize. Um, But casted it early. Um, And, and that's kind of actually funny to me because, I, I, I mean, it's funny, but it's like ridiculous funny. I wish that we were that serious about, um, you know, the general election and other state elections than, than we were about, um, you know, a, a sports franchise getting a, a new arena, but in this case, cleaning up a landfill that's been on the market for 10 years. And, uh, well, now, likely, the city's going to have to charge its taxpayers to do it if they want to do anything with the land. But anyway, I digress. Um, you know, we, we you know there, there are much bigger issues in sports, but we all know that um, we use sports as an escape. And, you know, from all that, that, that crap that's just nonstop that we hear from the news, um, you know, it's good to be educated and, and know what's going on. But I don't, I don't, I don't plug into the news. Um, and the reason why is because, well, one, I know that it's bad and the Bible says it's going to be bad. But two, for me, it's just, it's so negative and I, I don't, I don't want that in my life. So I don't, I don't subscribe to it. Obviously by subscribe, I don't mean like paying money, but you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't follow it, but that, that is kind of interesting. So I like that he used a, a stat that's actually real 35% of early voters. Only need one and a half percent of the Maricopa County population to go to an ASU game to sell it out. One and a half percent. You know how rare it is ASU games sell out? You know the excuses from so many ASU fans? They don't like the game time. It's set by television, so you make more money as a university. But you don't like the game time. You don't like the opponent. It's too hot. Have you ever sat on a metal bleacher in Auburn, Alabama at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Do you think you understand humidity when it's 92 degrees and you lose 5 pounds before the game? And the only way to get it back is to drink heavily. (laughs) Okay? When you experience that, then you see what those fans go through in the SEC because they can't get enough, and they're there. And what do fans around here say when I tell a story like that? You'll say, well, they don't have anything else to do. Are you kidding me? The hiking trails through the Smoky Mountains, an entire coastline of SEC schools that start in South Carolina, wraps all the way up and down Florida, and now that you include Texas A&M, wraps around to Galveston, Texas. You have all of that beach. You have cool cities like Atlanta, as long as you don't get mugged, and Chattanooga, and um, Nashville is really cool. Uh, I'm actually a Tampa fan. Not a lot of people like Tampa. I like Tampa. Orlando's fun every now and then, but not all the time, to be quite honest. But it's not bad. There's really cool little coves of beaches in uh in Gulf Shores, Alabama, for an example, the city of New Orleans, and it's just amazing. So don't say they don't have anything to do. They choose college football. Yet we don't here. Let me give you another example. And I'm not ripping it. Again, this is not me venting. I'm not ripping. 
take take a look at me for an example, okay? Some of you might think this is very arrogant of me to say, I just think it's factual, and in no way am I trying to be arrogant, and I'll always tell you the truth, and I don't say this jokingly. I've always said I'm not arrogant or modest. I'm just honest, okay? If I'm better than you at something, I'm going to tell you, and if I'm not good at something, I'm going to tell you. I don't care. I just, this is who I am. Think about my plight. The highest-rated sports talk show in the history of the state is the old show, Okay. At one point, it did did not end that way, and that's, you know, why I got fired. But we were the highest-rated sports show in the history of the market. We we never really made Holmberg nervous, but we were consistently number two or three in the market for quite a while. And you look at the success and the name recognition of that show. Do you know it was 14 months after I got fired? 14 months. Before And there's three stations locally that are competing with the old station uh, for supremacy in sports, okay? Out of the three stations, I only got one offer, and it was 14 months after I got fired. Now, granted, you could argue, well, Doug, you suck, and that's why, okay? And maybe that's true, all right? Maybe that's why I got fired, and maybe it's why nobody wanted me. Nope. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, that's always cool when the CEO jumps into your show and says, you're good at your job. Hey, yeah, I fooled somebody. All you have to do is fool a CEO, by the way. Wait, for clarification, I said nope. Oh. I just want to make sure we're clear on what I said. <laughs> so if you look at that, imagine a major, major sports city like a New York or a Philly, they fire a guy for whatever reason that was once a big deal in the market, and nobody else on the other radio stations tries to go after him at all? That doesn't make a lot of sense. Then on top of it, this is the only city in America that has all four sports teams, Division I football, Division I basketball, and all six teams are on the same radio station. The reason why that matters is if you have other stations that are truly trying to compete, then the teams go on different stations. When you're on different stations, you get a lot bigger array of opinions because now you don't, you're not beholden to the monster in any way. So I can't tell you how many times, Doug, we think your opinion was a little unfair today, and we'd like to talk to you about it. They, tra- they never said, don't do it. I want to be fair. They never said, don't do that again, in, in which I would say something. But it's that kind of internal soft pressure of we have a little bit of a problem. You might be going a little too far. We have to think about our business partners. Like, I'm not here to think about the business partners. I'm here to think about the fans. All right? If this team stinks, I'm going to say they stink. And if they're great, I'm going to say they're great. And when you don't have the pressure of other sports stations pushing on one, it becomes a softer sports market. And you might say, you might blast the other sports stations. I get it. However, do you really think companies don't want to make money? I mean, think about that. Do you Now, a lot of them stop investing in the product, but do you think they don't want to make money? If people thought there was a lot of money to be made in local sports talk radio, the big companies in radio would be doing a lot more to promote the other three, spending more money to elevate them to actually compete. They're making the decision the fan bases here aren't strong enough to justify more money being spent. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Think about how weak when you lose a Heritage Morning Show it could have become for, the, for my old station. 
and yet nobody jumped on it. One station decided we're going to hire a guy out of Dallas to do a show from Dallas. Another station decided we're going to keep going with our local guy, but we're not going to spend actual money to improve the program when you have this great opening. And the other station, I don't even know what they do, to be honest. So, I mean, this is where we are. That's not good. Look at the Bally sports situation. It's actually not has anything to do with Bally. Bally is a pinball and and uh, uh, gaming company out of Vegas. Okay, but they have naming rights to what's called Diamond Sports. Diamond Sports is negotiating out of bankruptcy with every other team because they want to hold on to those properties. They basically said screw it to the Diamondbacks. They didn't give them their original money. They're in negotiations right now a little bit. But Diamond Sports says, we're not even talking to you guys unless we get your uh, streaming, a, a better hold of your streaming rights. And nothing's going anywhere. Why? They're basically looking at the group of Diamondbacks fans and saying, there's not enough profit here. The fan base isn't strong enough. It's not about the eyeballs of the, the potential eyeballs. It's about the eyeballs that are actually watching. This is a team that's fighting for first place right now against the Dodgers. And it's a team that had 9,000 fans come to a Marlins game last week. You can argue, Doug, it's the Marlins. It's in the middle of the day. I get it. I'm not saying that you should have 45,000 standing room only for a day game against the Marlins. I am saying, is it too much to ask for 18,000, 20,000 at the game? You have every right to decide how you want to spend your money as a fan. It's not my it's not my business. But when we discuss what's going on in the market, eyeballs, ears, wallets, that's what drives everything. And if that isn't being created, nobody wants to come in on the white horse and save it. So then you have owners trying to win championships on a budget. And unless you're the Tampa Bay Rays who have figured out the system, <laughs> You're not going to win a lot of championships on a budget. We need owners that are willing to invest in us, which we don't have. Okay? That's a problem. It's, it's an ownership problem, but we also don't do a good job of giving them a reason to do it. We also have horrible leadership and a guy like Dr. Crow that actually thinks that arena is good enough to win a championship. And when you say ridiculous things, it proves how out of touch you are. And when you prove how out of touch you are, especially in the NIL world, it's so easy to look at kids and say, you know, Dr. Crow actually thinks that's a good business model right there. Okay. That's the best you're going to get. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't want that. All right. And then do you don't think other, um, uh, teams show film of, of somebody walking down those steps that's old without, without any uh, guardrails, any handrails, and says, okay, what happens when your grandma tries to come to a game? See, that'll happen. You don't think that stuff happens? And Dr. Carr said, no, this is fine. This building is fine. You, you have an NCAA investigation in which they don't fire Herm Edwards because of all the cheating that went on under his watch. They kept him until, oh, you lost to Eastern Michigan. Okay, now, now we've got a problem. What? Are you kidding me? That's the integrity of the organization when Dr. Crow individually meets with almost every coach ASU has ever hired during his tenure to say how important the rules are, not just the rule, but the spirit of the rule, and this is our integrity, and we're going to win championships while following the rules, and then you let Herm Edwards off that long, and then you act like Ray Anderson had nothing to do with it, and he's still the athletic director? That makes no sense. That's Dr. Crow. So it's not all the fans' fault. It's hard for an ASU fan to justify why am I going to support that program. But here's the problem. 
a kid who's 16 years old doesn't care. They don't care. They care about packed stadiums. All right? The, the head coach of ASU football says, activate the Valley. I want 30,000. That's all I'm asking for. Can I have 30,000 people come to an ASU spring game? There was about seven, maybe, something like that. Okay? See how off that is? This is how far we have to come. Now, Connor, your letter proves there are people like you out there. It proves it. We just got to have more of you. And hopefully I can inflame that passion. Hopefully I can help more Connors exist by the things I say to help educate, not being afraid to take people on, but at the same time, being supportive when people deserve it and being there for you to see some of the stories that are great stories that we can get behind and say, see, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm very hopeful of that. As far as you feeling kicked in the face with, the, uh, with Tempe, I think Tempe blew it. That's all I can tell you. I will not justify getting into bed or try to justify anybody's negative feelings about getting into bed with the Coyotes. I get that. And if they don't fire their team president, I don't think they have a chance in, in Arizona. I don't like to call for people's firings because I just think that's rude, especially when I've been fired, but I have to call it like I see it. And when you had six months to educate the citizens of Tempe of why it's a great deal, you had six months to say, we're going to spend $1.9 billion. You're going to give us a tax break after we've spent it. <laughs> Is it really that hard? That's, and then you've had this plot of land for sale for 10 years. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. And yet somebody comes and says, I'll buy it. No, you're a billionaire. We can't give it. To, who else buys land like that? <laughs> it is the dumbest reason. We don't want tax breaks for the billionaire. Okay, then sit on the land and pay for it yourself. Let's, I know, let's have a bake sale. We'll all get together. We'll sell brownies. We'll charge $5. If we individually wrap them, that gets us around any COVID protocols or any health violations. And then we'll keep selling brownies for a dollar a piece. And eventually we'll buy a billion dollars spot of land. Here we go. How long will that take? I don't have intern McKenna. Somebody do the math. If I sell five brownies a day, how long will it take me to be a billionaire? Come on. It was a really great deal. A real ignorant move to say no to a deal like that. But I love the fact that democracy wins. I love the United States of America. And it's great that we have opportunities like that. And like I told you before, if you voted no as a citizen of Tempe for that referendum because you just didn't trust the Coyotes, I'm not, I get it. I'm not going to argue with you at all. But if you actually voted against it because you were worried about traffic or you were worried that a, a better deal is going to fall out of the sky for you to be able to sell that land or you voted no for all of the other reasons people were saying, you're just clueless. I mean, you're just not a smart person. And that's all there is to it. You di either A, didn't understand the math or B, you didn't work hard to understand the math. It was one or the other because the deal was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable so i think i answered all your questions the last thing i want to say about what you wrote connor i'm going to do something for you do not get excited about this do not act like in any way something's going to happen okay 
so that's the end. Uh, he, you know, he's he's gonna try to do something really cool um, because I mean that's amazing that him and his dad have been season ticket holders. His dad, especially for fifty, well, fifty or fifty one years, whatever it was, and he's been going. That's really cool. So he's gonna try to, you know, do something to get that attention uh, to ASU and and you know, kind of really salute the dude because that's really cool. I mean, and ASU and has. Been in some rough, rough times for many, 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 many years. Um, they're uh, by all media known as the sleeping giant in football. Um, but who knows when that giant will wake up? Who knows? Um, I'm trying to hurry so I can get off here. I know it's. The pausing is probably driving you nuts. And then my sniffling and my voice. Um, you guys are probably think your voice drives me nuts all the time. But I'm supporting a family friend or, you know, whatever it is. Um, according to the stats, I have people that listen all over the place. Um, and I, I think that's kind of a segue to where I'm going. He, you know, uh, mentioned the SEC And uh, everything that happens in the SEC, that I, I mentioned it before, that tagline, it, it it's not just a marketing ploy. It really does mean more. And if you live in the SEC, you you understand it. But if you don't, you 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 really don't understand it. But there's a reason why uh, those programs are so successful. It's the fan base. All these all these kids transferring out. Where are they transferring out? Well, they're, tr- they're transferring out to places where they have an opportunity to play or be a champion or both. You know, it's that simple. Why are they a champion? Because the fan base supports it. When you have a lot of support, you have a lot of money. <laughs> when you have a lot of money, you you know, it's just, it's just a never-ending cycle. It's, you know, it, it's really that simple. And so I guess, you know, I've said this before and I charged um, the the listeners that live in Arizona and in the area to go and cheer, be loud, be a fan, um, an actual fan. And if you're worried about being hot, then bring a fan, uh, you know, I don't know, but it is really that real uh, 30,000 that wouldn't even uh, fill the stadium at ASU for a spring game, for a spring game, no problem in Alabama. They, they ex- I mean, they exceed that every year for their A-Day game. It's not a problem, not even a thought. And, you mean, uh, you see how successful Alabama is. It has a lot to do with the coach, of course. But they have money for a coach because they have the support from the fans. It, it's it's really that simple. It's really that simple, and it's a you know it's a shame about Diamond Sports Group, um, Bally Sports, but specifically you know as Doug said, pulling the plug, and that being the reason of viewers, because it affects the Suns. The deal that they were talking about before that went through as a right or that uh, fell through as of right now is the Suns. Have, we're going to try to go on a more of a local network where it can be seen. Um, 
kind of like a kind of like WTSM, uh, where Doug is, uh, and you can subscribe to it, you know, that way, or see it locally. But if you want to, you can subscribe to it. It's not, you know, a, a big extra cost or anything like that. And uh, it fell through. Why it fell through, I, you know, I don't fully know or understand. But it's just, it's it's so it sucks because you know, right now Bally Sports. Covers the Dimebacks, Coyotes, and Suns, um, and uh, it's going to affect other other things. And it's not going to affect the Cardinals because, well, that's that's Fox Sports, and, and you know, football is well, still getting all their their viewers. But it just it's especially sucks for you know people like me that's out of town that already have a hard hard enough time watching the games. Um, so let alone for. Those of you that listen to my show that that I don't even know who you are, um, and that catch the show from all over the the world, you know, according to the stats that that I'm able to to receive. But um, just, I mean, I love sports. That's why I do what I do, and um, you know, I I clearly don't do it for the money. Um, but I, you know, I appreciate everybody that. Uh, that listens so that that's all i have i wish i had more to say i'm just trying to be as quick as possible and and get on off of here hopefully that's the last cough um as always i appreciate you guys um should be uh doing a show um uh tomorrow's uh show for for saturday uh, Diamondbacks play and, and uh, we'll set up the weekend um, and, and we'll see how, how that goes um, but uh, I agree with everything that was said and uh, I'm sorry about that Connor uh, I feel the same way uh, I actually only wish that I had came up with an email to send to Doug talk about my fandom but uh, anyway um, I appreciate like I said everybody that listens uh, please continue to do show do so uh, on Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Audible, iHeart uh, Radio, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher. We are everywhere you are. Uh, make it easy uh, to to find the show. Uh, we do it at Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, but hit that bell notification or whatever notification button you can hit on all those platforms. Um, if you want to listen to all, on all of them, that's fantastic, and hit the notification bar on all of them, or just find one, just choose one, whatever one you listen now, hit that notification bar, so that way you know when we do a show. Um, if you want, you want to email me, uh, you want to be like Connor is to Doug, I welcome that. Big Sky Sports Talk at gmail.com or shoot me a message on Facebook and Instagram. Um, just search the search the show. Big Sky Sports Talk, um, and and weigh in on whatever you want. Uh, I hope that you know um, makes you feel a little bit better into the eyes uh, 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 and ears and mind of of an Arizona sports fan. Uh, I was you know very frustrated, so apologize if you got offended or, or what have you. But that that kind of accurately explains kind of more how how I'm feeling. But anyway, until tomorrow, thank you guys.